Minneapolis 911. What's your emergency? It's another episode of Minneapolis 911. Welcome to today's show with your host, the mayor of Minneapolis After Dark, L.A. Nick. And along with him is beautiful and hilarious co-host, comedian Hesley Ray. They'll be bringing you the 411 and 911 of our beloved city. It's Minneapolis 911. I'm L.A. Nick with my co-host, Hesley Ray. How you doing, Hess? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. I, I had a. I was sick for a you little while. You had a little bout with a horrifying Zika virus. I, I don't know what it was. But I was sick. You you were sick. Okay. So just to like paint the picture here, I got a text from L.A. Nick, and I it ex- said that, and he sent me a picture too. I wish we could put that up on your website of him in the ER um, because he has like a horrifying bacterial lung infection. I don't yeah, I know what happened. Of, I had some kind of lung infection. But. And then he, he told me today when we came in to do this show, he said, you're lucky my voice just came back. And My voice came back today. I, I don't know that I feel lucky. I feel... Like I'm accepting. Well, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. My you are lucky. You, you lived. Yeah. I mean, God gave you another chance. Yes. So what are you gonna do with this one chance? Make a cool show. Well, I went. I went in, uh, yesterday or or Friday or what, what is t- uh, today is fr- uh, Friday. I went irrelevant. I went and tagged one of my vintage bikes and took it out and rode it all day today. I saw a photo of that as well. Yeah. And then I heard. Did you get in a little uh, like? Did you uh, fall over or anything, or it went fine? You, you no. had fun? Oh, okay. Yeah, I rode all day today. All right. It was awesome. Well, I'm excited yeah. for you. Yeah. Does Do you leave your hair down, like, so it flies in the wind? I do. Okay, do you yeah. wear a helmet? Um, it depends where I'm going if I wear a helmet. Okay. If I'm just cruising, like, East River Parkway or something, I mm-hmm. won't wear a helmet. Do people ever, like, stop and, you know, want to swarm around you and take your photo or no, anything? No, but I had, I had like, like five L.A. Nick today. It was me. When one of them, <laughs> it was me and our producer, them, Robert. One of them was from a balcony, like, <laughs> ten stories up from a condo building. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's a creepy guy. Two, no, it was two dudes. And two when they dudes? Went, L.A. Nick. Well, what were they doing up there? I don't. I think they were. I think they were smoking weed. Actually, <laughs> I hope so. Well, this is so. I I kind of feel like you know, you, as always, you you have your litany of things that you want to discuss. I feel like you're kind of like a Baptist preacher. You're like, here's the thing before we get into the show. So I don't I don't know where you want to start. There, I mean, you said I it was kind of quiet the last well, couple you know, weeks. We had it. We. It, Minneapolis has been quite. We've what we've had. We've made some history this last couple of weeks. We had our our first event at U.S. Bank Stadium, which we was did. the soccer game. Yep. Um, I thought even though there was some issues with the light rail, and people people complained about it, but but you know what, the, the light rail's always been packed when there's Vikings games. So I think people over exaggerated. I mean, I don't know if you ever been on the on the light rail when there's a t- Vikings game. It's packed. Not. It's packed. No, you can't not move. In that it's like it's like okay. being in Japan. You can't you can't move. So it, it's no. I don't. I don't. I didn't think it was any different than when the dome was there. But it got a lot of people complained about the light rail system that they had to wait 45 minutes. I heard and, people were like trapped in parking ramps and stuff too, or parking garages. Yes. Well, to make it, the, you know, like they listen, were like trapped for 45 and, and, minutes and, because no one could get out. And I, I live right on 7th Street. I, you know, I can see the stadium from my front door. And 7th Street is literally gridlocked for hours. And, and, and what what's amazes me is HCMC, that's their hospital ambulance route. So ambulances only can go down 7th Street. They so, could take Chicago and no, 9th, couldn't they? No. No? The, no, because they come out right there at 7th and Portland. That's where they come out. Damn it! So they they could turn down, they could turn down Portland. Once I went down the wrong way on Portland, it's a one way, and yeah. I drove down <laughs> the wrong way for like a good three. Blocks. Yeah, I can see you doing that. Yeah, but it was but a bad I day. see ambulances on Seventh a lot, just sitting in traffic with their sirens blaring because there's no what? there's nowhere for anybody to go. You can't go anywhere. No. Oh yeah. People need to move over. But oh, there's nowhere here's the to other move thing. Over to. The bikers scare me a lot in this area, like that little quadrant of society. I saw a woman with like one of those um, baby carriers on the back, you know, like that's like it's like a trailer and you just throw your kids in it and you drive your bike around. Yep. She was weaving in and out of traffic like nobody's business. And that seemed really dangerous. I see a lot of bicycle people doing dangerous stuff downtown. Shouldn't they have to abide by the rules that car drivers would 
Well, we only spent $25 million or $50 million or $300 billion, whatever it is, on bike lanes. So you figure figure that they would have a safe bike lane to ride their bike in, but I guess they don't want to use the bike lane. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Um, So anyway, I thought the soccer game overall went well. Okay. I mean, except except I did see ambulances stuck on Seventh Street, and and it does it does suck for anybody who lives downtown that does not own a parking space. So if you don't own a parking space, because every single lot goes up to twenty five dollars to park your car and out. For, Correct. For, so it's mm-hmm. if you don't own a parking space downtown and you live downtown, you're, that sucks. You're screwed. Yeah. You're screwed. Um, I don't have the problem, so I I own a spot, so. Where do you put your bike, your cool vintage bike? Uh, my bikes are all in my house. They're inside? Of course. Do you sleep by it? No. <laughs> they have their own room. Oh, they have their own bedroom. Um, Did you name them? Like, is it like, here's Johnny? I actually haven't, but I, I have had bikes that I've named. Oh, the ones I have you right love now. them. The ones They're I have. Their ra- dad. I, I have a love for vintage Italian motorcycles, yes. Are, you're Italian too, right? Yeah. Like, if you if oh. you go if you Google uh, bikes of Italy episode one, it's <laughs> it's me it's me in Italy showing every Italian motorcycle ever built in history of the of the world. Wow. In Pesaro, Italy, and that that's where most Italian motorcycles were built in Pesaro. I'm and, uh, strange. I impressed. love that city, and I love everybody there. It's a great city. Anyway. I want to talk about some other things that aren't so happy. Oh. Actually, you want know I want to talk about some one more thing that I thought was really cool. Okay. On 7th Street, right in front of Government Center, they built this new bus stop. That's mm-hmm. a wooden big wooden frame thing and it's an herb garden. What? Yes, it has every herb For you can think weed? of. No, oh. like herbs, like like oh. you know, thyme, oh, like basil, and basil. And stuff. Oh, I but got really excited. As you're for in the bus stop, you can Pick some herbs and go you home just and cook dinner. Do it for free, or you have to donate, or no, what? No, it's oh. free. It's, what? It's really cool. This is really cool. It's really sage? cool. Do it, they have sage? They have sage. They have. They have like literally rosemary. Yes. Wow. I think I'm gonna I think cook tonight. There's over like 25 herbs growing at that bus stop, and the way they built it, it's really cool. It's it's really cool. I I think. I would like to see more of those in downtown Minneapolis. What I think mastermind is behind this? This I, seems really cool. I do not know who did it, but whoever did it gets five gold stars in my book. I think it's super cool. And you know what, you know what else I think is cool? That some jerk hasn't ripped it all out and destroyed it. Well, and now they will. <laughs> no, they said won't. that. Um, I mean, just kidding. Don't do that. That's mean. We want to cook. Anyway, like, what are your five gold stars worth? I mean, like they get five gold stars. Like, is it? I mean, can you trade them in? Giving kudos. Do you get Amazon Prime (laughs) membership or something? Like, (laughs) what what is it worth? You get Ellie. Nick said, "Good job." (laughs) Whatever that's. I wish I had done it now. Whatever that gets you. (laughs) Um, But I have it. Okay, so soccer game good, herb garden good. Good, but we're not growing marijuana yet. That's also good in your book because that's a gateway drug. Well. That's a whole other topic, but that's a whole other one. Yeah. Yes. Um, the uh, the park, the new park's open, and which new park? The in front of the stadium. Oh right. Okay. And it's 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 pretty awesome. Did you go on the stadium tour by by the way? Like so, U.S. Bank Stadium. I've been I've been in the stadium. Okay, I got to go on the tour, which was very cool, and go into the locker room. Yeah. And I rubbed my body on every single like inside of the lockers yeah, i can see you doing just that. so that you know like when the players show up my uh, so my scent, musk will your be, scent is there my scent will be there and yeah. then i don't know if it will help them win but i i did it to be creepy minnesota teams don't win yeah they will though now we have the new stadium so well, they have to i hope so we'll see it's a lot of money all right so you went in there you did that you went to the herb garden and then you've been like still spotting crime well I don't understand. I'm I'm in awe, and so is every club owner in in the warehouse district. Just in awe that what's going on in the warehouse district every single night. There was two shootings at Pizza Lucha again this Saturday night. Two people shot. 
not shootings, but shot. Pisa Luce is considered the warehouse district? Of course. I didn't know that. I thought sure. that was still downtown proper. No, that's oh. the warehouse. All right. In fact, that's far. That's the end of the warehouse. You, past that, you go in, into the North Loop. Learn something new so, every day. Um, you know, and, and the, that's destroying the businesses around it. The, the bars like, like, like the Lounge and, and Rouge and, and all those bars, that's destroying them. And it's not fair that somebody somebody's got it there's there's got to be a, a backstory to why because any other business that has this many shootings in the history of minneapolis would be shut down so, so there's 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 got to be a, a, somebody involved that has a lot of power or somebody make getting paid that that place is being allowed to stay open till 4 a.m and have a shooting every single night there has to be it's every night, in your opinion, like pretty much like you know, uh, six you, days out of seven. There's there's, there's a nine one one call to Pizza Luce six nights out of seven. Jeez. Okay, so here's the other part of this: is do you think that they're the mafia? <laughs> no. I mean, that's a serious question because that's. Uh, I mean, I've I've watched The Sopranos. I know what's going on. Yeah. The that's only, the, the only, only mafia, reason I can come up with. The only mafia in this town is maybe. Maybe, do you think that maybe maybe Betsy Hodges administration? Do you think that they're giving her money? Like they we sold fifty eight million pizzas. Here's you know your take. Uh, I, I don't know. And then she's like, I, you I wouldn't can be stay surprised open. if somebody in city council is a partner. I don't know. Maybe I, she just loves pizza. It could be that. I, I mean, I, like there's no like illegal activity at all. Know, but, but she's like, I just really love their pizza. Keep them open longer. But there's other pizza luches, so. You're right. There's one in Uptown. And right. They don't have problems. But do they stay open that late? Yeah. There's, uh, oh, they do? Yeah. I believe, huh. I believe so. I'm not positive, but I'm I believe so. I'm going to go there then. So I want to talk about... Uh, I want to talk about... Not pizza. You not don't want to talk about food anymore. No. You don't want to talk about anything like anything I want to talk about... Because you already did your Sil positive. Sylvester Tart. Ooh. Do you know who he is? I... Okay. So this is what I heard. Is that he's this is a, this quadriplegic, is a, paraplegic? He, he was shot 10, 15 years ago okay. uh, in the north side and became paraplegic in a wheelchair. Okay. And he learned how to drive All as right. a paraplegic. So he throws his chair in the back, gets in, and he has controls. I don't know if he throws it. He well, probably he puts, nicely puts gets, it yeah, in there. Well, I think he throws it. And <laughs> just tosses it right in there. Yeah, and he has somebody punches so it. <laughs> he has controls and you know on the steering wheel and pedals controls to work. Yeah, the I've seen those. So he gets automobiles. So he gets carjacked this weekend. And, Who would and do that? So they don't they don't know he's paraplegic. So he he can't. They're telling him to get out of the car, and he can't because he can't walk. Oh my god! So they shoot him again. They shoot him and they drag him out of the car. Ah. Uh, and is he okay? Do we have an update uh, on his status? I believe What's he going is okay. This happened at Columbus, uh, 29th in Columbus. They found his car at University and in Fridley, which is so somebody just needed a car for a ride. So they, t t what I what, what boggles my mind, just even just to tell somebody get out of your car because I need a ride, right. but to shoot somebody. So, for a ride. So what I I've uncovered is that he's right now recovering from two gunshot wounds in the chest, and he's at HCMC. Yep. And the ambulances can't get out because of Seventh Street. <laughs> um, and then you know, like the family right now is is asking for anyone who saw anything to come forward. Yes, because so, there's no witnesses. No witnesses. There, and we we the people are still out there with their yeah. guns, and you and know they're going to do it again. Horrible piece of crap people shooting somebody in the chest, like for like, just for a ride, just for their no, car, for a ride, not for a car. Oh, he they just wanted the no because they were telling him to get out. But so they, they ditched, wanted, to but they take ditched it. the car. They just needed a ride. Oh my god! They just needed they just needed a fifteen dollar cab ride. The light rail was full. <laughs> That's what we're pushed to. So you know, I don't understand the logic. I don't see. I can't. There's no logic. That's I can't wrap my head around that kind of behavior. Because we're normal. Yeah. This I mean, bad behavior. We got. Of. We we got to go to break. We'll uh, continue right this back. and we come back. Turn it up. 
Seven Steakhouse and Sushi Bar, yeah. Open Tables Diner's Choice Award winner, and the top event destination in Minnesota for Fortune 100 companies. Seven offers the freshest seafood and the best beef that only comes from humanely grown boutique ranches. Seven is the premier dining and entertainment venue with a mood to fit every experience. The steakhouse, the sushi bar, the ultra lounge, and the gorgeous sky bar rooftop, delivering an awe-inspiring view of Minneapolis. By far the best venue in the city to hear electronic dance music and hip-hop. Have I got your attention now? Seven has it all. If you want the best, it's Seven Steakhouse and Sushi Bar. On the air with Ricky Rocket. Ricky, you just finished your farewell tour. What's next for the Rocket? The answer is simply. What? Simply self-storage. They've got it all. Both traditional storage from IAMS equipment to climate control to help control extreme temperatures, dust and humidity, or my famous guitars. And talk about safety and convenience. Computerized gate access, 24-hour camera surveillance, and on-site staffing. Simply self-storage. Visit them today at simplyss.com. And we're back with Minneapolis 911. I'm Hesley Ray with my beautiful co-host, L.A. Nick. So we just broke off uh, at the quadriplegic story. And again, anyone who has any information should be calling the police. And yeah, call Minneapolis Police Department. Forward. This is a, that was a terrible story. Yes. And you've got more. And then you also, I think you wanted to talk about why. Well, I want to tell you, you know, we do this show because we, we love Minneapolis. And we just think that they can be better. And we, we, we think that we can, if we talk about our problems, we can find positive solutions to some of them. And the more people that talk, the more solutions we'll find. So we want to talk to everybody. Right. We and on that note, we do have a guest today coming yeah. up. And I don't, I don't know if people who know Gemini, he's he's a North Sider, and uh, he runs an organization called Black Men Stand Up, and he's doing great things with kids and getting people to, to be responsible. And his name is and, Gemini, which is the sign of the twins. Uh, is it? Just so you guys know. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's my hor horoscope sign, and so I feel like maybe we were destined to meet. Well, he's a good guy. he's a good guy and he's doing good things. We're going to have him I'm on in a little, in a little, in a little bit. I'm excited to hear about him too. Um, so, all right. So, so moving back to the the whole point of the show. Obviously, we love Minneapolis. I I feel like you you very much. I mean, you lived here for now seven years. Yeah, is that right? It's okay. my seventh year. Um, and so it's like the seven year itch. Like this is the time where you would be like, you know what? I've had enough of this bitch. You know, and like. You'd move on to a different city, but you love, like, I feel like you are Minneapolis. No, I've, I've be and it's become my home. I love Minneapolis, too, um, you know, and I'm born and raised in Minnesota, um, but I agree sorry with you. About, sorry about that. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's totally good. I love it. Sorry um, about that. But, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, too, for admitting so, uh, it. But, do, I mean, uh, but really, like, the, the whole thing is, you know, I think that both of us really love the city, and... And you're right. I mean, when you love something, you want to make it as as great as it can be. And, and we and we have problems right now. We we do. We have problems. What, like again, like so, bring us back. What are the main like three problems that you could? I mean, that you could identify. Right now, our number one problem in the city of Minneapolis is violent crime. And, and third ward, Jacob Fry's ward, and North Minneapolis City Council member and, and, and Jacob Fry, and and, mm -hmm. and unfortunately, Barb Johnson, North Side. It's just it's it's a, there's nothing less than a war zone. I mean, there's a shooting daily, daily, every day. There's more Americans being shot in Minneapolis than in in in, in Syria, in Iraq. In what? Iraq. Yes. That is nuts. It's true. What? It's a true fact. That see that seems. A, I mean, it's a true I fact. Really, it's a fact. I just feel like the Syrians Sorry, might not be like no more Americans. It. More Americans being shot here. Oh, then in, 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 oh, in our okay. war zones. Well, I was like, you know, so those so Syrians. We have a bigger war zone right here in our mm. own city. So, and it's a fact. And, and you can list, you can go to our website, Minneapolis911.com, scroll all the way to the bottom of the page, and listen to police dispatch live, and listen for yourself at how many shootings there are a day, and 
there's two Minneapolis's. There's a daytime Minneapolis and there's a nighttime Minneapolis. I thought you said to me earlier, crime has no time. Crime does not have no time. In fact, the, the shootings, we're going to talk about in a couple of minutes, happen at 7.30 a.m. So there's a lot of... So is that the daytime or the nighttime Minneapolis? And are, that's are you, the daytime Minneapolis. But so they're, they're kind of the same. Then. Well, there's not. If you listen to the police scanner as much as I do, you start seeing the pattern. Okay. And most shootings happen between between 1 a.m. and 4 a.m. Okay. But but there but we we bar ha- closed pizza luce closes yes, at three what or we've had a, or whatever. What we've had a rash in the last couple of weeks of daytime shootings. Daytime shootings. Daytime. Oh, <laughs> broad daylight. Like the car. I the car. The car the last week we talked about the car to car shootings. They both happened in middle mid afternoon. The the fire Is truck that got shot at mid afternoon. Uh, I don't know of a ten a.m. <laughs> I can't tell <laughs> Can you. Can I go? I'm I'm gonna that say time? noon. Noonish. Noonish. Okay. All right. Yeah. Go out <laughs> at lunchtime. To... In the Skyway. All right. I'm gonna go safe. to lunch in the Skyway at noonish. Yeah. Um. So, so, but yeah, I mean that's weird. And so then I was asking you too. I w- I was wondering. Like, I was like, who gets up that early to shoot? Like, who gets up in the... And you said that they don't go to bed. I, I'm guessing bed. they were still awake. So, okay. And then do you think that's drug-related because they're up all night on uppers? Or I, I just don't... I don't know what these people are doing around, like, in that at that time of the morning. I think they're just out just looking for trouble. It, when, usually when I listen to the police scanner, at 7.30, that kind of stuff stops. And it's more... People calling uh, domestic stuff, domestic abuse, or people calling. Get my, my son's in my house in the in my like a parent calling. Get my get my son out of my house, or my husband or my boyfriend is all drunk and or drugged out, or my son's smoking crack in my house. Get him out of my house. They're usually Jeez. what you get at, at seven thirty on Sunday morning because they're from Saturday night. What happened to people just going to church? You know, like we're getting up, we're gonna have some pancakes. I think people, go to church. people still do go to church, though. That's nice. All they right, do. so on that, okay. what's our next topic? Well, Let's, I do my so Minneapolis fact that people don't know about every week. Oh, you and, didn't even tell me this week. And and so they're, this usually, they're usually old history facts that people don't know Super about. Super old. But mm-hmm. today, my fact is a brand new fact. What? It's a baby it's, fact. It's a, it's it a brand new history baby fact. Born out of ancient We just broke history. the record. For the highest price condominium ever sold in the city of Minneapolis, <gasps> and it sold Where ye- is it, it sold yesterday. It's right down the street from my house on the river, in downtown on the east side. Okay, and it sold for six point three million dollars. It's in the Mill District building. Who bought it? It was a private listing, uh. and it had and it had multiple offers, multiple offers. Did you buy it? I did. Buy. Okay, but I, I uh, it is spectacular. Um, it has a very large the rarity of it that it has unbelievable views of the river, and it has a huge outdoor space. Whoa! Which is hard to find downtown. It's very hard to find. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, but six point three million dollars. You know what? If uh, this condominium owner is listening to the show, we would love to come visit. Six point three million dollars is. Hot dish. is that broke the record by like four million dollars of the highest That's, price condo ever sold. But I mean, it's on the so, river, right? So, so it's worth it. Right behind, right next to my building, they just built a brand new building, Portland mm-hmm. Towers, and they just sold their highest priced one, which blows me away because it's only uh, sixteen hundred square feet. And it sold for nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Wow! At sixteen hundred square feet. That's crazy. That's crazy, right? I remember living so, in Loring Park, and I paid like three hundred and forty-two dollars yeah, a month. But, wh- but this was like in but who, but who's gonna fourteen hundred? Who's gonna live in? Who's gonna? I don't understand how who's gonna Who live has in these places. Kind of money. But well, you know, I mean, like, there's there's a lot of good business around here. I mean, a I'm million sure dollars like, for a sixteen hundred square foot apartment. We have a lot of consultants a million dollars. who maybe like that was their weekly home. That shows you, you know, the, that shows you the separation of wealth and poor between mm. Min- North Minneapolis yeah. and the rest of the city. You're 
it's John, it, 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 it makes me dollars. sad. It makes me sad that six point three makes... million dollars. A guy bought a condo for six point three million dollars, and there's some guy three miles away that can't buy lunch. Yeah, but I'm sorry. I mean, it's just, it just doesn't work. But what for if me, his six point three million dollars went back into the economy, and then later, you know, like somebody made a sandwich? Oh, it went to some developer. Guy. Yeah. That. Who developed it? And then do you, do you have pictures of it? Can we put those on the website? I want to go in there. Let's, you know well, what? Can Jay, we do an hey, investigative that's, report? That's, that's Third Warden. Oh, Jacob. Did he buy it <laughs> with city funds? <laughs> I wouldn't, doubt he, I wouldn't doubt he has Don't that kind of money. Us. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised so, if he has enough money uh, to buy that condo. He's, you know what? I've never met him in person, but he seems sort of like a, you know, like, Wolf of Wall Street sort of. No, he's a, he's a he's a really nice know. guy. Oh, really? Yeah. You like him? I do like him. He, he's a, he's a really nice guy, but he's a politician. Yeah, he's a true politician. Do you think he would? Do you think if he smiled at me and shook my hand, like his one of his teeth would go bling? You know, like they do on the. Yeah, he's a true politician. Oh, really? yeah. oh does and he it, kiss babies? Yeah, he came here to be a politician. Aww. He moved here to be a politician. That Mr. Fry. And he's an attorney. He's, he's an attorney. Yeah, he's smart then. Yeah, so. He's, he's, but. Once I accidentally called him because I was, <laughs> I, this is true. I actually, <laughs> I called his office for a different matter and I didn't know that he would answer the phone. And he actually, <laughs> he was the <laughs> one that answered the phone. And I was, I was so shocked. I was like, yeah, usually Zach answers hey, the phone. Hi, um, yes, my name is Hesley and I'm calling on behalf of, and I was, I was very inarticulate. I think. He knows that I'm, you know, basically hey, I want to tell, I want to tell everybody too. If you live in the city of Minneapolis and you have an issue of anything to do with the city, your landlord, or a problem that you can't find solutions to, call three one one, and you can call them every Monday through Friday, seven a.m. to seven p.m. And on the weekends, it's like uh, ten a.m. to like one p.m. But I'll tell you what, they are very, they are, they, they will act so quick that you'll be so surprised. They I've, are really I've fast. I've called them multiple things. I had a uh, thriving <laughs> oh, wooden, wooden clear sidewalk of ice, and 311 took care of it for me. I also had a trash can that somebody caught, put on fire, a plastic trash can that melted near my house, and they came out within the hour and replaced that trash can. So if you have any issues with the city or if you're having problems with a landlord who won't fix something in your where you're renting or you have infestation of, of any kind of rodent or or bugs and the landlord and the landlord, and the landlord won't take care of it or you don't have heat or you don't have a, you have a problem you call 311 they will they will actually help you they're they're you really know what? good once i called somebody was blocking our driveway in minneapolis and like they had parked you know on our road and was blocking our driveway and i called 311 and they were super responsive and they're like you call 911 right now and i was like what really and i called 911 <laughs> and within 5 minutes a tow truck was there yeah 311 is so really good 311 was great yeah, yeah. so i wanted um we're, we have a uh, Gemini coming on as our guest. Um, I want to tell a quick story before we go to break. Be- before we, we have our guest here on. Here we go. Um, so there was a, another innocent person shot this weekend on Northside. Okay. Um, this is the one that happened at 7.30 a.m. And it was two young kids riding their bicycles. Uh, a 19-year-old was shot. Uh his name is Tobias Paskins, and uh, it it just makes it doesn't make so a car drove by. Uh, this is the story I got. A car drove by. It was two kids on a bicycle pedaling away. Okay. A, a red jeep drove by and yelled to one of them, "Hey, aren't you so and so?" And they didn't respond. They just kept pedaling. The car circled back around and came back around and said, "Hey, aren't you in?" And they named the name of a of a group like a a splinter gang and he said i don't do that anymore and as he said that they opened fire but they shot they didn't shoot him they missed him and shot the the friend and uh so now you have a 19 year old dead and a 17 year old in prison for life this doesn't make any sense to me at all and I don't. Wait, wait, for what? Why? Like, so it has to be related to. Like, you're just saying now it's random. I mean, you don't think that it was it, related it, to some it, root it, of that, like drug said, or? No, he said he he belonged to a, a group of people he didn't like. Wow, that's horrifying. So this this is this is we got to get 
this street cred thing out of these kids' heads. Street creds, I already, when I go to talk to these kids in these schools that have been kicked out of every school in the, in the county and they go to special schools like Eastside Services, and they tell me, oh, we do it for street creds so we get respect. It's just nonsense. It's hor- somebody has bra- yeah. somebody yeah. has brainwashed these kids into this. I don't know where it came from, but it's just it's ludicrous. It's ridiculous. I want to hear more. Like you know, we'll come back to this. We're, topic well, we're going to talk to Gemini. Our guest Gemini talks to these kids, works with these kids, and we're going to listen to the scanner. And we've got a lot coming up. So yep. scanner, and then we've got Stay our guest. And I think he'll have more to talk about with this uh, problem. You yep. know, with the street cred. Stay so, with us. We'll be back in right. a minute. Their boxes. Ooh, you got it, you got it? I got it. I don't got it. Our boxes. <sighs> Perfect. Have reinforced sides and moisture barrier. Simply self-storage. We sell boxes. Find us at simplyss.com. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon, the Twin Cities only Lanza Concept Salon. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon has everyday styles, event cuts, color, foils, makeup services, hip, cool, and oh, so stylish. Delivered by the area's top hairstylists that will make you look like a runway model. Finish off the look with great products exclusively from Lanza. You want great hair? Join the evolution. And experience hair culture at Lynn Lake in South Minneapolis. Gotta move. We sell moving supplies to help it go smoother. Simply Self Storage. We sell boxes and packing supplies. Find us at simplyss.com. And it's Minneapolis 911. I'm Ellie Nick. We're back from break. And uh, we were just talking about the, the unbelievable sad story of uh, Tobias Packins, who was shot this weekend, and for nothing. And these young kids that are that are shooting at each other just because they don't like a group that they hang out with, it's just mind-boggling to me. I mean, I, I mean, I make, call me old. We're not, we, we, I barely, we barely had fistfights in in my high school. And there's something different about. Yeah, there's something different where I I agree. I mean, when you're out riding your bike around, you don't at seven thirty in the morning. At seven thirty in the morning, you don't anticipate that that's happening. And and really, you're saying that that from your knowledge, there's no root other than these young no, people no, saying, I, "I want some I, I, credibility," which is insane. When I went and talked to the kids at Eastside Services, and their kids had been kicked out of every high school, and I asked them why they do the things that they did. They said to get street creds, and uh, I can't, don't comprehend that. I don't know what that means. That means you're cool. And the one, the one kid said, "Oh yeah, you got to, you got to get her, go to prison so you can get the bitches." So, oh my god! And this kid was like 15. So anyway, we have a great guest today. His name's, his name's Gemini. He runs an organization called Black Man Stand Up. And uh, I've known him for a while. We've been Facebook friends for a while. I love everything he does. He's uh, helping a lot of kids in Northside, and I think we have I think we have him on the air right now. I can't wait to hear more. Are you with us, Gemini? Yes. Peace and blessings to everybody. How y'all doing today? There he is. How you doing, my brother? I'm peaceful. How about y'all? Oh, we're good, man. We're good. We just want you to uh, to kind of just throw your pitch at us and tell us about you know what you do and what your take is on things and what, what you think our future is and what, what this, what's some solutions that everybody can get involved with? Well, I'm the captain of a, of a group called Black Man Stand Up here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, we have uh, 14 different branches in, across the country right now. And I'm just trying, I just organized a, a new group called AR-14, uh, AR-14 for Justice, and that's a bunch of youth. And we actually hit the newspaper, the front page of the Star Tribune yesterday. I'm on the front page of it. Oh, I saw um, that. I I, I I saved that. Yeah, so we're, we're just a, a, a bunch of people right now, man, that's, that's trying to get the youth and, and the violence to end. And I, I was just listening to you guys say that um, you talked to someone and, and they were talking about the street cred thing. And that's the problem right now. Everybody thinks that, you know, you can get out here and kill somebody or beat somebody up and disrespect our elders and it's all fun and games to them. 
And that's, that's what I aim at the, the kids that's that's unfortunate to have somebody to reach out and love them and care for them. And that's what I do in the community. Yeah, few of the kids that I've talked to, they have this, they actually have the mindset they think it's going to make them famous. Yeah, that, that, uh, unfortunately, you know, you got you got guys our age, Nick, out here, forty-two plus, that are sending these kids off, man. And 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 I try to grab those kids and let them know that it's something out here to be done. You know, you can go to school, get your education. I have two sons, three sons actually, and both of my sons graduated from high school. One just graduated, so I I just it, it's sad that it's happening, but. It takes a village, man, and it, and it takes all of us to come together to, well, that's to get my, peace in these streets. That's my saying. I always say it takes a village mentality, and it takes everybody. And that's the purpose of why I do the show, to get people like yourself talking to other people and, and get everybody involved. I think that this city, I've lived a lot of cities, and this city's so separated that it's not a village mentality. It's far from it. And... P- people like you helping to bring it together is what we need. And Gemini, what are some of the steps that you take and what would you recommend to people listening to get involved? What do you do yourself with these youths? And then, you know, somebody like me, what can I do? How can I get involved? Okay, what I do, prime example, today we just uh, we just came to People's Park. I brought all the youth out to People's Park to do a barbecue. Just to, you know, take them somewhere different and get their mind off of what's going on in the streets take their mind off the violence that's going on the streets, and we speak to them. Sometimes I take them to the park. We do a five-on-five a basketball game, and after the basketball game, I treat them to pizza or whatever whatever we feel like eating, go to a buffet or anything like that. And what I tell people as far as getting involved, you know, a conversation don't hurt nobody, and that's all these, these youth out here looking for is somebody to really show them that they care. So just basically walking up to them, sometimes you might get disrespected, sometimes you might don't. But majority of the time, it's a good thing to hear from somebody outside of outside of the violence that's going in to really talk to these kids and show them that it's really someone out here that cares. Right. And then we were interested, too, with and I think that's great advice. I think that, you know, I think that you're right. I'm thinking in my own limited view, you know, when people took the time to listen to me as a youth, you know, it made a huge impact. And, and I think that you're you're totally right. We were really interested in your background and your personal story as well. Well, well me personally, I did penitentiary time in Chicago. And I, when I got out, when I left Chicago, I came straight to Minnesota. And living in Chicago, I seen so much stuff happen in Chicago: deaths, disrespect, drugs, and all that. And when I when I had my first child, my daughter, it was like a whole different atmosphere for me. I wanted to make a change in inside of the community that was going on. And when I first started, I started with a thing called "Stop All the Violence," and I use the word "all" because it's more than just killings going on is violence you know you got verbal verbal violence physical violence mental violence you got everything violence so that was my first movement then i became the captain of black man stand up and, and that that right there just really did it because not just black men need to stand up all men that have a heart need to stand up i agree i i think it's going to take everybody and i think and i think people like you that are inside are key because you you have the voice and the platform to do it, and and a lot of black men won't stand up and do it. Even in the black communities that they saw something happen, but they won't say they saw it happen. Well, a and, lot of people in general, right? I mean, like a lot of people won't stand up and do the right. Well, thing. no, they won't at all. So and, yeah, I mean, but, I think but, that but, it's incredible. But it's, but it's more. But doing, it's, yeah. it's very it's very uh, ingrained in the black community that you can't say you saw some somebody do something. Is it? Yeah, oh yes, what, yes. That's yeah. where that no snitching, that no snitch thing come in. Like, uh, it's ingrained. It's ingrained. Snitches get stitches. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, prime, prime example was was when that two year old got killed. So you when know, that two year old got killed. Yeah, that was uh, a prime example. Yeah. Yeah, that's the prime example. Tell us about that story, cause I I don't I don't actually know that story. You don't? No. Okay. Well, on on Laurie and Penn, a two year old got killed. And, and uh, it was it was a shooting. The father was shooting at somebody. Somebody was shooting at the father. Two year old get end up getting killed. This guy went and left Minnesota. End up going to Florida somewhere. People saw it. People knew what happened. The dad saw it. Everybody saw it. I mean, tell on that. Them the situations that need to be told on. 
everything needs to be told on when it comes to violence. And, and that's where our community like that. Like Nick was saying, they have this, this code of conduct to the streets of something happened, we shall, we shall not say nothing. But I tell the kids, if something happened to your mother, you're going to tell because this is your mother. So right. if something happened to a and, next and female out here on the street, like that. that's somebody's mother. That is somebody's sister, auntie, cousin, grandmother, anything. So when it comes to that no snitching thing, I disagree with that all the way. Listen, I, I, way. I, I say I say no snitching's fine on stuff like drugs, and as long as it's not violence. If somebody killed somebody and somebody shot a two-year-old kid or somebody shot your grandmother or your mother, or that 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 no snitching thing's got to go. I mean, because there, there's 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 zero excuse, zero excuse for violence, zero. Zero, exactly. So yeah, the world, I, the world gotta. I think it's incredible what you're doing. I think that you have that same uh, correct mentality where you you take them young and you stop it before it starts, right? So that's kind of what you're trying to do is is say, you know what, yeah. they, these kids still have a lot of hope, and all they need is a little bit of care. So I'm, I'm, I am really interested in the steps that you're taking, what your organization is, and then also, again, you know, what what somebody like me, like a white woman, you know what I mean? Like, what can I do where, like, I can't go bring a bunch of them to a barbecue. I don't think that anyone would respect <laughs> me at all or, or, you know, like, I, I think they would think I was like some creepy mom, which I am, you know, but, but like, what are other steps that, that other people can take i guess to to give the same love and um positivity that you're that you're doing if you, if you guys don't mind i have one of the youth sitting right next to me and oh i would love I, that i want i want him to explain to you i want you guys to, to see how powerful the words that come out of one of our youth are and this is what i teach the youth out here and I, I, his name is brian so i'm gonna let let him come right. in if you guys don't awesome. mind for a second nope awesome. that'd be great that's what they want to know. Hey, um, they basically tell me hey, how you guys doing? I'm Good. Brian. Hey, Brian, how are you? Brian, I'm how old great. are you? Actually, I'm 26. Okay. And tell us so, a little bit about your story. Uh, actually, my story, I actually, I'm from the community. I'm not with no organization. I'm not with anything but AR-14. As of now, and right now, our movement is about teaching and the knowledge of all the young youth and getting people aware of what's going on in society as far as police brutality and black-on-black violence and everything else as far as anything that's not right in society that we need to change. So, I mean, as far as speaking on it, as in, I mean, I've been here since from the mansion. I've been out there sleeping. I, I actually have kids as well. I've been out there sleeping every day, not sleep, losing sleep. Getting beat by the police, getting locked up, I mean, getting harassed, getting black profiled, you know, racial profiled. And it's like, you know, it comes to a conclusion where we're trying to find different ways out and being positive and peaceful. You know, right. we're getting brutally beaten by police for doing the right thing. And that's honestly not right. You know what I mean? As far as us stepping up and being the people and being out here and speaking, because you could put yourself in a grown person's perspective as far as a young person, and sometimes it'd be a different different situation. So it's like we're trying to come in between. Do you get any? Do, do you get any backlash from from other people in the black black community? For, for yes, uh, well, yes, we yes we do. And then we we got. I mean, you got people in the black community that are not with the movement as well. But there has to be a point where we could stand up and get them to understand what this is you know they say all the processes are doing this doing that well the organization or the group or the, the community that we were in was not doing nothing violent or anything like that so it shouldn't have came in far as police brutality or anybody getting hurt in no shape or form but i thought so i follow gemini all the time so i know none of his stuff so it's always peaceful so so my question yeah. I, I guess before we go to our break and before we um we do that Number one is how could we reach you guys through your your organization? Answer that, and then yeah, can Gem- also, Gemini plug maybe plug his website? Yeah, I I, I would want to know how people can reach you, how we can um, help spread your message and your great work in the community, and then also just a, you know maybe one thing from your your voice. How do others who are not in the black community, who are not in your shoes, how do we get involved to help push that positive message forward, and how how can we help? Well, the best thing right now in society is, has changed. Times have really changed. Social media is the best thing to go for. And far as saying social media, I can give you guys my Facebook 
and everything else because I share most of my stuff on there and I have a lot of people that are just now starting to wake up as far as being in the black community as well and not knowing what's really going on. Yeah, shout it out. We'd we'd love to hear the yeah. My Facebook my Facebook is Brian Allen B R I A N A L L E N. And you could go to the AR fourteen for justice page on Facebook. You could admit to that and add we can add you to that as well. And if you feel like you want to help in any shape or form, if you need any information as far as if we need anything, as far as you want to not be more knowledgeable about the situation, you want to make more people aware, acknowledging, share, post. You know what I mean? That's basically where it's at right now. I mean, we done did flyers. We done been door to door. We done done all that already. So right now it's up to the society to stand up and to get them with the movement. That sounds great. And, yeah, if you could put Gemini back on, we want to hear about uh, his contact information, too. We appreciate your, se- yeah, your thanks, time Brian. so much. Appreciate it, yeah, man. thank you. It's nice to meet you. No problem. Thank you, guys. So you guys can reach me at GS Gemini on Facebook. I also have the links to the AR-14 um, group. You can also go to Black Man Stand Up on Facebook and see what it, see what it is that we do on Facebook. Nick, you have all the information yep, already. Yep, so. and I'll, I'll start <laughs> plugging your stuff, man. I really appreciate everything you do. You're one of the, you're one of the few uh, people who get it and ma- that are actually making a difference and actually doing something. I think it's awesome. Go to break. Got spring fever? Get out, get on, and take a scenic cruise to Belle Plaine Motorsports to start the adventure of a lifetime. All the latest speed and power that is Triumph, plus more genuine Triumph apparel, gear, parts, and accessories than any other dealer in the Twin Cities. No other bikes on the road can compare to the true Triumph. Belle Plaine Motorsports is the Twin Cities headquarters for Triumph bikes, gear, and accessories. Located off Highway 169 and Main Street, enter keyword adventure on this station's website for details. A unique and inspiring dining choice. That's Bank Restaurant in downtown Minneapolis. Housed in a beautifully restored circa 1900 bank building, it's the perfect place for a casual breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Featuring modern American dining, where fresh local ingredients combine with a historic yet revitalized setting for a truly unique dining experience. A four-star surrounding with a casual price. Whether it's a power lunch, lunch with your girls, or a romantic dinner, Bank Restaurant is a lively and effervescent new way to dine. Don't forget to check out the Gold Bar for exotic drinks or the adventure of the extensive wine vault. All the more for you to enjoy a casual lunch or a night on the town. Bank Restaurant at 88 South 6th Street in downtown Minneapolis. Call 612-656-3255 for reservations. That's 612-656-3255. Or go to this station's website, Bank, where four stars meet casual dining and we're back Minneapolis 911 I'm LNX with Hesley Ray and we're still here Coming and back. Uh, you know here. I loved I loved having Gemini on and you know I I I love bringing people in me and Hesley are two white people who live in separate worlds, mm-hmm. she's in suburban. I live. I'm not suburban. I live in uptown. Well, that's what the of, heck? Okay, she lives in uptown. I live in downtown. So and, and you're right. We're we're like mortal enemies, sort of and, in and, a way. And, and, and Gemini has been a long t- long term Facebook friend, and and I've met, ran, in, ran into him a couple times out. But he's a North Sider, and to get everybody together, and I'm trying to right now even reach out to legit gang members that are actually active gang members to come on the show and 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 call in on the show you don't have to give your real name and we want to get everybody's story we we, we right. want everybody talking we want everybody involved in the city of minneapolis talking unfortunately we can't get anybody from the city government to talk because guess what not one of them will do will talk i would love it if we had In your words, legit, like super enmeshed in the whole crime world, gang members to call in, and then our government is still being quiet. That would nobody in city. Nobody in city. That would be a message to everyone. Right, but nobody in city. Nobody in city government. They all got a gag order from our mayor. That would be like them saying, "Hey, we're all talking. Where are you?" 
Right. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Anyway, we're, so we're, please we're, call we're, in. we got to go to our 911 calls because we're running along. But I really appreciate Gemini and, and everybody who calls in and all our guests. And we're going to start having really interesting guests. I'm excited. Yeah. So yeah. Let's we're going to get calls. everybody's story. Yes. So nobody can say. Except for Mayor Hodges, because unfortunately we're running long, so we can't keep her on the show today. She was going to talk, though. Yeah, we don't have time for her today. <laughs> All right, let's go to let's the Let's go scanner. to our 911 calls. Sector and assault 4238. Xerxes uh, complaint reports a male was one male. Caller knows was trying to kill another one. Uh, said that the parties involved are co-workers. No description, though. They're supposed to be in the bedroom. So this is two co-workers. <laughs> I, I, I kind of, this, this one's kind of weird. It's, it's everybody has a co-worker they want to kill. I do right now. Well, I know if I have a friend <laughs> that says they have somebody behind them that eats their, their their cereal every morning and like scrapes the bowl and like slurps everything <laughs> yeah. in them and they just want to kill them every day. I know. So, but yeah, what, I I I don't, what I don't get like about that. the call is that at the end they say they're in the bedroom. What were they doing? What kind of job do they do? Like, really? Yeah. They're co-workers. That sounds a little in the sketchy to me. Yeah. Trying to kill each other. <laughs> they're in the bedroom. Anyway, I thought that one was kind of strange. It's interesting. Let's go to our next one. 521 for a possible attempted burglary at 3014 Holmes Avenue, South number 10. Hearing someone rattling the window. Okay, so I <laughs> took this one because I wanted to ask Hesley, what would you do if you're home with your kids <laughs> and somebody's trying to open your window? Uh, like, what would be your first your first reaction? Uh, would you go look? Would you go look out the window? I, you know, if okay, so here's the thing: if if my children were there, I think my first reaction would be to call nine one one, right? I don't think I would go look. Well, you got if thirty were, minute thirty minute response time. If I were alone. You might let him in. I <laughs> might just open that window. No, I mean, like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like. I, this did happen to me recently where a drunk guy like walked up our driveway and he was sobbing. He was crying really loudly, which is sad. And I was like, you know, he's stumbling around. He's obviously in a bad place. I called 911 for that because I was like, I don't know who this guy is. And he's sobbing. How long was response time? He needs help. I never saw them. Like he meandered off and I never so actually, never came, I don't think probably were just like, oh, it's probably your fiance, you know, <laughs> no, but I mean like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, if somebody rattling the window, what does that mean? Like, well, were they I, just like, did they have like a, a cane? They were trying they, to break like, in the window. Oh. I, I had somebody do it to, to my actual front door. Don't you have bars on all of your stuff? No. Nope. Just you glass. No. Nope. So I can just get in any old time I well, want. Well, it's double pane glass. You well, take your wall. I'm gonna wall. rattle on but, You know what windows. I did? I went, opened the blind right in front of him, and uh, I thought they would all run. <laughs> Were you in your there undies? Was, there was three of them, and I thought they would run, but only two ran, and one stood. One stood <laughs> his ground. I couldn't he believe it. it. The dude stood his ground. I had to open the door. I had to open the door and said, "Dude, you you really want to get shot?" And, oh. and he still stood his ground. What kind of, like, do you, do you, so you're armed then. You have, like, weaponry in your home. Oh, oh, every, do you have one of those Texas cane guns? Uh, no, I oh, don't. Oh, I wish you did. I like to have one of those ring guns, though. Yeah, that They're would be cool. so cool. Yeah. You'd anyway, be like a spy. we got to go to our next, our next 911 call. 133, hold this closet back. Priority check the wall for a possible EDP at the local 931 Nicollet Mall. Mail was walking southbound on Nicollet carrying a large stick. Is approaching people with it. Appears to be in some sort of narcotics and is walking out traffic. Black male, 5'11", thin bills, wearing no shirt and camel shorts. So a, 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 a guy with no shirt, camel shorts, and a big stick on some kind of <laughs> narcotics. A huge stick. I wonder how they Where did he get it? How, well, how do they know he's on some kind of narcotics? Well, probably he, you know, maybe I don't, maybe he had a sign at the end of his stick <laughs> that said, I'm on a narcotic. But I see those. I don't know. If you, listen, I don't know. People who live downtown know this. If you go out on an early Sunday morning, and walk the city. That's all you see. I just, I don't know where he found that stick. There's but that's not a, enough. But like, that's all you see downtown. It's Gandalf out there with I a think staff. He, I think, I think he thought he was Moses. <laughs> he was he Moses. Was the and he was the Nicolette Mall part, He was going to part the Nicolette Mall construction. <laughs> hey, they are, oh. they are working hard on Nicolette Mall. I'm well, surprised. Well, because there's a man walking around with a giant stick. Anyway, we got to go. Them all in line. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Well, we're not. We're just oh, going we're to going go to, to break. break. Jeez, quit oh. cutting me off here. You know, like, we let's get home. back to business. Ready to go home. <laughs> we're not going home yet. I need a nap. We're just going to break. So please keep listening. We're Minneapolis 911.
down the street. It's a car. It's it's a truck. No, it's Super Shuttle. Super Shuttle, the blue and yellow vans that pick you up from your office or home. Super Shuttle to the airport, corporate office, or a night on the town. Super Shuttle picks you up and takes you there. No more hassling with luggage or airport parking. Eliminate the expense of taxis, the traffic jam, or that creepy guy on the bus. Call Super Shuttle today. 1-800-BLUE-VAN. That's 1-800-BLUE-VAN. Super Shuttle will pick you up and take you there. Tired of the big box store? Hello? Is anybody out there? Had it with mom and pop hardware stores? OMG, it was just here last week. Want something just right? That's Buyswingers, your local, larger neighborhood hardware store. At Buyswingers, we have it all. Power equipment, outdoor living, hardware, a place where neighbors help neighbors complete that backyard renovation, paint your home, or just let you know what food that cardinal in your tree wants for supper. Buyswingers, your local, larger neighborhood hardware store with more. 35 West North to County Road 96, exit 28A in New Brighton. And it's Minneapolis 911. We're back from break. I'm Melanie Nick with my co-host, Hussie Ray. And uh, that great music from Blue Felix that I love that song. You love that song. I do. I love, I lo- actually, I like you the whole band. Yeah. I, actually, I love, I love them as people. You love them as people they and awesome as musicians. They are awesome people. They are awesome people. Anyway, I want to tell you something. So remember a couple shows back, I was telling you that me and Nancy, my girlfriend, everybody knows my girlfriend, Nancy, um, I Not call her sometimes. Well, well, people who know me, right? And um, sometimes I call her my wife. Sometimes I call her my girlfriend. She's your life partner. Sometimes I call She's her your soulmate. Just my best girl or whatever. She's your soulmate. Anyway, we did an experiment for multiple times. That to, sounds dirty. Remember, we said I, we talked about this that we said hi to every single person. Oh, I do saw, remember that. And, yeah. And very few people said hi back. Mm-hmm. So. We have redone this experiment. Again, though, if I could interject for yeah. one second, it seems a little creepy, like going up to the, hi. No, just like, w- Maybe they were scared. No, just walk in the street and say, hello, and see what, and see what <laughs> she'll say. So they we, were scared of you. So, well, they, Nancy is a white, no, you're right. blonde, Nancy's North not, Dakotan. Yeah. That, yes, she's that, very approachable. And she's very yeah. gorgeous, and anybody would say hi to her. You would think any man would say hi back to her, right? Yeah. I mean, seriously. As a woman, I would say hello to her. I mean, who would yeah. not say hi to somebody who looks like that? Right. So we, so we, we, but we were doing this like midday downtown business district. So now we tried a different experiment, and this is going to be. I'm excited to know what is it. So we decided not to say hi to any white people. And only say <laughs> hi to black people. You and, were and, profiling. No, listen. Every single person we said hello to said hello back. Aww. Everyone. What's wrong so with white Every people? single person. Every person said, hey, what's up, dude? Or They all responded. They you know, all responded. Everyone. 10 out of 10. So, so I just want to make this point to white people. Get out of your stupid little box mm-hmm. and start. Re- it's comfortable in there. Yeah, well, get out of your stupid little box and start being human beings. Because... This is proof. This is this is proof. That, you know, stop being antisocial. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I think I don't know if it's like Scandinavian, like ingrained, or maybe we're just evil. Like I don't know, but it makes but, yeah. But you I'm know what? White you, people step up. I'm gonna start an organization for white people I was, I to was, help them be but, organized and say hello to LA Nick on the street. Black people say hi. You know what? Black people say hi. That's a new hashtag. I'm serious, man. Hashtag black people say All hi. All you gotta say what's is, wrong with you? You, say, you just say hi, man. And they're like, yeah. what's up, dude? So we're going to wrap that up. Um, we've got a couple things to promote. Obviously, the website always, yeah, Minneapolis911.com. Minneapolis mm-hmm. uh, you can listen to you, the scanner. You can go to Minneapolis911 backslash podcast and go right to the podcast. And uh, or if you go to Minneapolis911.com, it takes you to my website. So you have to put up with all my junk on there. Yeah, it's disgusting. It is not. And uh, you can watch my funny funny videos. I got some funny videos. Yeah, he's got a couple funny videos. I've got a show coming up on the 16th of August at the Uptown VFW, 2916 Lindale. I have a great showcase of a bunch of comedians. Our producer has promised me that he will be there. And it's a free show. It's a free show. It's awesome. 8.30 p.m., 29.16 Lindale. I would like everyone to come to this show and to I find w- out if Robert actually does and come. And I give it five gold stars. What? That's awesome. Because it Thanks. is a great room. 
It's an awesome room. And she, yeah. And she really does get the best of Minneapolis comics. It's the best of the best yeah. traveling comedians coming and it, through. It's who not, are not like an from, old yeah. beat up VFW. This it's is like a, fancy a really one. fancy, fancy. Yeah, they redid spirit. it. They made us a great performance. It's kind of too fancy. It's a little bit too fancy now. Yeah. yeah. Fancy. So let's let's go there on Tuesday the 16th and see if Robert, our producer, does show up. And listen, remember, listen to all our back shows at Minneapolis911s.com, and you can listen to all our back shows. And I'd like to thank our guest again today. Yes, uh, Gemini. Gemini awesome. And uh, go visit them on Facebook, Gemini and Brian. Um, I think it's Bryant. But. Bri- Bryant. Okay, sorry. Sorry. I'm a white lady. I can't do anything right. Jeez. All right. See so you guys. tune in again. We love, we love our listeners. You have been listening to Minneapolis 911 with L.A. Nick and Hesley Ray. Join us and download a new show every Wednesday at 9 a.m. on the Tom Bernard Network and at Minneapolis911.com. For further information on today's and past shows, log on to Minneapolis911.com. Minneapolis 911 post-production provided by Zachariah Putney. This show is a Robert W. Morgan production. I'm Casey Moo. Thank you for listening to Minneapolis 911.